0: Yes.
2: You're up. (laughs) Oh!
0: (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to our session zero for Coyote and Crow. I uh, will be the story guide. I promise that this is a fluke, and normally I am all too happy to talk. I found my mind wandering to places unknown for a moment. And welcome to our session zero. I will let our other players introduce themselves in just a moment. My name is Logan Bose. I am descended from the Absalga tribe. I'm a writer, editor, actor, and a bunch of other things, including apparently unintentional. <laughs> uh, I can be found at Instagram, Logan Bose, Twitter for Akitua, and I will throw things over to our erstwhile OBS person, Bo. Uh, they say we're (laughs) muted they say we are muted according to the chat
2: Uh, do we have the audio inputs in the scene
0: actually it's only for (laughs) Bo you're right Dude, apparently really it's just that whole intro oh okay yeah. apparently it's just <laughs> bow that's uh muted so okay. they all still
3: right.
4: can't hear you
0: <laughs> go ahead mistress
2: yes all right i'll i'll fill the gap here uh i am mistress winter <laughs> Uh, you can find me on most social platforms at G Mistress Winter. Uh, I am a writer, streamer, and just all around TTRPG fan. And I have worked with uh, various uh, groups. Um, and I'm excited to uh, come in with uh, Cyber Nation Uncensored. It's going to be great.
5: This should be working now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I totally forgot that, you know, when you're on Zoom, your own microphone doesn't pass through the speakers. So I forgot to have my own microphone. Uh, Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hello. My name is Bo. I use they, them pronouns. And uh, you can find me all over the internet at Dorky Teacher, except for on Twitch, where it is just Dorky Teacher. Uh, Yeah. That was a panicking moment, but it should be good. I don't hear anyone complaining about no audio right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I can hear you just fine on Twitch.
4: Perfect.
0: <laughs> I can go next. By I'm all means.
6: Jamie, I'm Jamie Mench. Uh, previously, I was on the Veritas stream, uh, which I hope, I hope to be returning in a few months. But in the meantime, I'm looking forward to playing some Coyote and Crow. Hello, everybody. Oh, you can also find me on Twitter and on the discord as Purple fire Drake, although I don't post anything on Twitter except for cyber nation
3: stuff
1: <laughs> so. i I guess that leaves me hi I'm casper um uh, my pronouns are they them uh I am uh Cherokee and uh yeah, I'm pretty much I'm new to the streaming thing, but I'm a writer. Um and you can find me everywhere at wolfgirl2525. Yeah.
0: And with that, our players are all set and we are going to go ahead and start talking about our session 0. We've done a little bit of prep work. We've gone ahead and made sure on everybody's lines and veils. But just to double check, uh, we're gonna go ahead and cover that ground again. Um, I don't think I need to tell most people that lines are um, absolute no's. They don't need to appear in the campaign. We don't wanna deal with them. We don't wanna know they exist. Whereas veils are things that can exist with limited interactions, some forethought, some forewarning or um, fading to black. Uh, And with that, I will go ahead and kick it out that my own personal veil, usually, um, I don't have many. My lines are essay and harm to children because I have children. And that bothers me. Other than that, I'm pretty open. However, that doesn't matter so much because I am just the story guide. What do our players dislike?
1: Yeah, frogs. And I have tryptophobia. So...
0: Are the frogs a line or a veil?
1: Line. Oh, no. The tryptophobia is a line because I also have an overactive imagination. I don't need that image in my head. But uh, frogs are a veil.
0: Anyone else?
2: My sheet is always conspicuously empty. I (laughs) may or may not have a trauma cake. Not seriously. I I joke. I just, I just, I like all possibilities.
0: Totally valid. Not going to kink shame anyone here. Jamie and Bo?
5: For me, um, yeah, uh, harm to children is definitely a stop for me as well. Uh, Harm to animals is like a tricky one. It's it's probably more like a, a veil than a line. And usually that's more of like a, I don't mind fighting, you know, scary, large beasts and things, but like, don't, don't kill my dog, you know? (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, sexual assault is one. Um, And then the, you know, the bigoted isms, um, you know, homophobia, racism, sexism, transphobia, all that.
0: Most of which we're not going to run across in moccasin just because of the societal differences. Not all, but most are very, very different. Um, And again, we're not going to hinge story around most of them. How about you, Jamie?
6: Um, Pretty much any ones I've had have been covered, or I'm just not thinking of them at the moment. Or if they come up, I'll let you know
0: excellent i do totally listen uh shout out yellow if you want a sidebar on something or red if you want something to stop um if you don't if for some reason i don't hear you feel free to shout louder uh now with that i'm going to explain just a little bit about the world coyote and crow takes place in america uncolonized it is a place where the columbian exchange never happened Because about 300 years before Columbus, no, wait, I'm getting the math wrong. 100 years before Columbus, in about the year 1400, a purple light streaked across the night sky. Some say this was the creator abandoning the world. Some say it was just a meteor falling to earth. Not much is really known on that regard, except... The earth heaved that night. The seas began to boil. The ice shelf began creeping further south, eventually swallowing all of what we know as Canada today. And with rare exception, the world started trying to utterly kill absolutely everyone. Travel on the seas became impossible. Leaving sight of your tribe usually meant that you were going to die. In this world, Things were very, very different. Tribes rose, fell, merged, formed again. And we are left with a societal landscape that's very different than what anything we've seen or could think of. Because while there are still tribes that we would recognize, the Diné, the Absaliga, the uh, Salish, and various others, there's a bunch of tribes that never had a chance to form because of so many different things. Um, And of course, some tribes never had a chance to form that exist in our world. But the Meteor brought with it a form of gift. Because after it crashed, there was this weird purple stain that started appearing on plants, animals, and people. This was called the Adonati. And the Adonati brings with it some interesting things. What is it? Hard to say. There's a DNA component, a spiritual component, Um, The philosophers and the scientists have been going round and round about it for literal centuries at this point. Um, But with this world, technology had to develop very quickly. As such, it's now about the year 2250, as we would reckon it. Not that it's reckoned in the same manner. And only within the last 50 years has the world really calmed down. Um, the seas have calmed, the earth stopped heaving. Um, we've gone through several periods of warfare, peace, strife, horror, and utter dystopia. Um, people like to say this is utopia because nobody will go hungry on the streets of Cahokia, but that's just a consequence of the fact that for so long there was so little that people had. To survive, had to band together and become better to survive. There were still wars uh, about a hundred years ago. There was something called the All Tribes War, which we might get into a little bit later. And with this rise in technology, there's what a ceremony called the Awis that takes that adonati I mentioned earlier. It binds a person to the dna of an animal conferring several benefits you get a little stronger a little faster you live a little longer uh there's literally no downsides to this and about one or two in ten people who go through the OWIS uh develop abilities powers weird spooky natural things um By definition, player characters are assumed to be of this small number, so everybody gets an ability. Um, And this is actually developed from an old Native American custom in several tribes where they would harvest a feather from a baby bird, something similar, present it to a young warrior upon their uh, gaining adulthood because it was thought to bring person and animal closer And this just lets that be a little more literal. Um, And now we find a world that is no longer at war with nature. We find a world where people are no longer, are not currently at war with each other. There have been various nation states formed, the largest being the free lands, which are loosely unaligned, but in which resides Cahokia, which is a nation state all of its own while being the nominal capital of the free lands um to the area we think of as the north the pacific northwest we have the t alliance which is a place of spirituality it's a place of uh it's a much more insular society um to another towards the east we have the Dene republic um championed by Coyote City and various neer duels, as Cahokia thinks of it. In modern-day Texas, we now have what's called the Ezkin Empire. And it's a little difficult to describe them, because in any reality, Texas is going to Texas. Uh, beyond that, we have Azayang and Abayang for Central and South America. And there's a couple others that I haven't mentioned for various reasons. But this is the world in which we're going to explore. It's a world of possibility. It's a world of hope. It's a world currently held together by treaty and goodwill. And that's constantly sort of on the verge of having that all shift asunder. Um, and it's into that world that all of our lovely players are going to be stepping for what I understand it's their first time. And so now I'm going to turn the floor over to whoever would like to go first and tell me about their character concept.
1: Uh, I can go. Um, I don't have a name or an age or anything personal like that. But <clears throat> I did have an archetype. Like I, I had this idea of them being like a whisperer uh, or the okay. type of person who like talks their way out of trouble um with like a path of the raccoon kind of like situation i don't know what their motivation is um i was also looking up stuff because i'm uh trying to reconnect with my uh, with my cherokee roots so um uh i was thinking they would be like uh the long hair tribe or whatever the stranger's was um, I can't say the name. Um, and they are like asexual. Their pronouns are they them. And they would have like either comp skills or cybernetics. And that's as far as I got.
0: <laughs> that's okay. It's really early in the session. We got plenty of time. Um, if you want to look at a name, there's a Chahi name generator which I can drop in our Zoom chat if you'd like.
1: Uh yes, please.
0: Shahi being the trade language that developed between the various places in this uh, world. I'm going to go ahead and grab that. There's nothing wrong with that concept. It sounds wonderful. Um, I'm going to take the opportunity to talk a little bit about paths and archetype. Paths are when you go through that ritual into adulthood, you have you choose a path you cannot change this essentially it is choosing the type of animal to which you are bonded the bison the coyote um various others are the most common in cahokia other parts of the world have different things who knows what kind of animals uh the strange people of the dne republic uh venerate for instance um There's also the archetypes which Casper was talking about Whisperer. Archetypes are a little bit similar to classes as we would know them in 5E except they tend to be more social roles rather than um, power packages. Uh, A warrior is not just a soldier or a town guard. Yes, those could be warriors but the sanitation worker who devises the strategic plan to go in and deal with this efficiently and head on is also a warrior the uh the librarian who decides that they are going to make sure that the books get returned promptly and on time and the library is a place of quiet is a warrior um that's a little bit about that so who would like to go next i can go go ahead okay um
6: so my character's name is naughty i guess Mm -hmm. n-a-d-i she's 18 she her pronouns um motivation is curiosity so per the book uh, she strives to learn for learning's sake she's moved by knowledge and can't resist a closed door a locked box or an unanswered question so she's very she's young very curious about the world and just wants to get out and learn more about the greater world um her curiosity partly becomes from her parents who were both scientists she is the only child um Path of the owl I chose, uh, and I had a couple of gifts and a fear. I had a, well, a gift, digital savant, and uh, which gives her a bonus for computer skill checks, and afraid of heights because well, I'm partly <laughs> afraid of heights. Uh, I know so that she pain. is a level two afraid of heights, uh, which <laughs> is a negative to checks involving heights or whatever yeah so that's um i did also take an ability of eagles insight as the one i had selected but Excellent. Past, uh, i have
0: not finished <laughs> but that's, that's all what right I got so far i didn't expect anybody to come with finished characters tonight we've got a lot of time <laughs> and what archetype is naughty oh i forgot. sorry i didn't say that tinker tinkerer okay excellent
6: yeah so uh, she um yeah so yeah she's focus uh she gets a plus one two intelligent you know they're the makers scientists engineers carpenters of the of the world today
0: so wonderful uh naughty sounds great we will double back and uh see if you have any mechanics questions in just a minute um, who wants to talk about their concept next?
2: I'm gonna pass it over to Bo because what how how I shape mine may uh be influenced by
5: Why would you do Beau? that? You know exactly how many characters I have.
6: I, I have do. four.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I have four characters ready to go. <laughs> or not full characters, but like concepts.
6: Oh, so the rest of us don't need to be
5: here. You're you're good yeah. to go. <laughs> no, I'm indecisive.
1: Everybody just pick one of those. Like, they are
2: <laughs> a party unto themselves.
5: I'm just indecisive, uh, and I, how, I was <laughs> reading ducks. through, and I was like, "Well, this could be fun. Oh, but this could be fun. I want to try them all." Um, so, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll start.
0: My emo. <laughs>
5: Um Okay, hold on. Give me. Tell give me, me about.
0: Go ahead and tell me about a couple. Tell me about whichever one strikes your fancy the hardest.
5: Okay, I mean, I'll 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 do I'll do my two favorites. By uh, all means. So, um, one of the the one that intrigues me the most uh, has a motivation of curiosity, uh, and they are driven to explore the stars. Um, there's a bit in the book that said that basically nobody has a particular interest or not very many people have an interest in exploring the stars. Um, that, um, that that is the realm of the great spirit. And, um, I haven't figured out exactly why, slash I would, even if I have, I probably would keep that secret. Uh, but the, the why of it doesn't matter. They are, we're trying to find a way to get up there uh, and see what's up there. And so, in order to get there, we have an archetype of uh, being a seeker, because I feel like that works, and I feel like there's a relationship between uh, spirituality and um, this exploration thing. I think, rather than be more of like a scientist, I want them to be kind of trying to find some alternate way up there. Uh, And then, for the path, I had a few options, something... Something flying, but I wasn't sure if it was anything, like a specific one. Well, we can
0: take a look at some options.
5: Whenever the storyteller just like does that face and opens
0: the book, it's like, well, okay. Thoughts <laughs> there, okay. We uh, shall
2: so... see, we shall see.
0: <laughs> so Tell that... me a little more about this particular character.
5: Okay uh that's pretty much all i had figured out in terms of like mechanics stuff um uh i was gonna figure more of that out throughout the session but um Mm -hmm. yeah their their whole thing is um space is this place that is unknown that we don't know anything about and they want to be the first person to get up there they want to they want to see what's up there and find out what what's real and what's not, and um, I'm already starting to write a backstory in the back of my head that I'm like, I don't know if I want to share that just yet, but there's some very personal reasons for why or for what they hope to find up there um and um what yeah to 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 see basically if if their beliefs are real to 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 because que- they're questioning that something in their life has I'm writing this as I go. Uh, <laughs> there, um, something in their life has caused them to come into conflict with their beliefs, and they need answers. And so they are searching for those answers, and they believe they will find those answers among the stars.
0: Okay, I like this. Um, since it sounds like you are growing more attached, I will tell you: for something with wings, we've got. Three options, Path of the Owl, like our dear Naughty, Path of the Falcon, and Path of the Crow. Okay. Um, let me go find those. So those are something that you can look towards. Mm-hmm. About how old was this character?
5: Yeah, they, they were going to be, I believe I made them 19 Something like that. Yeah, I think I just specified young because I had a, a similar character that I was like, well, these are different in this way.
0: Okay. Um, cool. Then we will let you take some time to think and look once more to Mistress Winter.
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I can I can assist in in that decision making. Um. So, I have settled on uh, Nithin, a 48-year-old woman uh, with the archetype of the healer, uh, Path of the Fox, and that's definitely not because I have an obsession with (laughs) foxes. Um. Her motivation is caregiving. Uh, she, what, uh, and as a younger woman, she was uh, originally trained as a, a scout, um, and lived a, an exciting life, uh, an adventurous life. Um, but when she went to, uh, start a family. Uh, tragedy struck, leaving her uh, without said family, without the ability to create a family. Uh, and that, that loss opened up the the spirit world to her. Uh, and so uh, from that point on, she has uh, become kind of a a life doula uh, caregiving in helping people come into the world and uh, leaving the world. Okay.
0: Now, uh, remember that in this world, 48 is really like the new 30 because people tend to live to 150 or even longer Mm -hmm. in much better health. Um, So, Yes, so would you
2: recommend I, like maybe <laughs> rationing well, that's, that up a little bit
0: <laughs> that's why I'm asking are you aiming for someone who's visually and kind of feeling wise is in their uh, thirty early 30s or do you want a little more
2: I was thinking uh, like a little more seasoned like yeah so a
0: little more salt say, like, and it, pepper
2: yeah <laughs> or, yeah so maybe what would you say
0: 50s 60s 70s uh call it 64 sounds good it doesn't change a whole lot in the way of stats it just you know yeah uh, melds (laughs) you into the world it's it's
2: it's aesthetic
0: yeah uh so is there anything else anyone would like to tell us about their characters so far
1: uh I picked my motivation.
0: Casper, excellent. You were who I was looking at.
1: <laughs> Go I don't ahead. Know how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> uh so uh I I also picked a name but I don't know how to pronounce it. It's A N I Z I.
0: A N I Z I.
1: Yeah. I liked how it looked.
0: Anizi. Anizi. Yeah. Um, but, and bear in mind, that's only an approximation because, uh, yeah, that's only really an approximation.
1: Nickname is easy. It's cool. Uh, their motivation is acceptance. Okay. Because, like, I have this idea that they, they've been on their own for a little bit. Um, and that's how they can, like, talk their way out of trouble uh they're like very they're a very streetwise kind of person uh kind of like a raccoon they kind of they, they they play it really hard into their like path it's like yo i got raccoons live my life like a raccoon i will be a trash panda it is fine um and like so they're they kind of like and i'm going with cybernetics more so than computer skills um because like i like the idea that like they they don't really have much in the way of like family or whatever but um it's what they don't have they can build <laughs> like look i i don't have like a brother or anything and i really want a pet but like i don't have any of that so we just take all these spare parts and build me a robotic dog you know it's cool I don't okay. want my character to have a robotic dog. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> About how old are you looking at this uh, character?
1: I'm thinking this character is actually really young. Like, obnoxiously young. Like, 13 or 16. <laughs> oh,
2: boy. I, I'm just going to be running around with, like, this going to be a daycare. <laughs>
0: Let's go with, with 16. my 19-year-old. <laughs> my 19-year-old like, yeah. like
1: space! <laughs> <laughs> Look, this guy wants to go to space. Like, grandma over here wants to try and mom me. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. Whatever.
0: <laughs> space. Life. Crime.
1: To explore. <laughs> <To>
6: explore. <Yes. laughs> There's a box over there I want to
0: open. <laughs>
2: Gotta hold my hand while you're crossing the street. Okay. <laughs>
0: excellent all right uh, okay
1: amazing
0: and you said whisper, correct yes excellent Whisper.
1: they they like uh, wait what did it say something about listening to stories and mm-hmm. like they're they're compelled to tell stories
0: oh lovely that's really fun for me Don't worry about it. Uh, (laughs) So with this group, um, the initial adventure is going to give you all the option to uh, know each other or to come together through various means, which is more appealing.
1: I, I like the idea of us just like stumbling to like, like, we're just a ragtag group that stumbles into each other.
0: One group for stumbling into each other? Done I'm with good that. with stumbling into each other, yeah. Yep. All right, then. I like Wonderful. the idea that
5: we could potentially literally stumble into each other.
2: <laughs> that would <be> fun. I'm <laughs> obviously okay. with you youngins, and just knocking over an old leg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All righty. So, let's see, what pieces are we missing here? Um, Bo, what did you say your path was? Uh, I hadn't
5: yet, uh, but I have decided to go path of the crow. Yes,
0: Path of the crow. Mm. Beautiful. So we've got a crow, a fox, a raccoon, and an owl. A crow, a fox, a raccoon, and an owl walk into a box.
2: That is is definitely a ragtag group.
0: Yep, there is not a noble animal among you, aside from maybe (laughs) the owl, who is also the curious one.
2: Noble? What's that?
0: So yeah, we've got a uh, group without an adult. That's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) No fan. All right. um, (laughs) No family. (laughs) Miss uh, Nathan. um, And you said Nathan's was she, her, right? Yes. Go ahead and give me your character pronouns because otherwise I'm going to be doing uh, missing that all over the place.
2: Oh, sure. Uh, She, her. Yes. They, them.
0: They, them.
5: Bo? Uh, I also have a name for you. Uh, Kichika. Kichika. K-I-C-H-I-K-A. K- K- I-, I can spell. Uh, Pronounce they them.
0: Naughty.
3: Helps if I take myself on mute.
0: She, her. She, her. Wonderful. Alrighty. <clears throat> so, we've got uh the basics of our characters here um i want to talk a little bit more about why you are the way you are and since i'm already here let's talk about naughty you've got this motivation of curiosity you've got this digital savant uh you're afraid of heights what do you want to tell me about your family for instance because in this society family and community means quite a lot in fact that's going to be one of the focuses of at least some of our early adventures
6: um only thing i had like i said written down as far as family is she is an only child um and her parents are both are are both scientists um that's all I really had at this point. Uh, okay. I hadn't thought of anything beyond that yet.
0: That's Work all right. Got on the way. It's a good place <laughs> to start. Session 0 is made for this. Kutika. What's up? How's your mom and M? Tell mm-hmm. me about your family.
5: I don't know I'm thinking about it. Um <laughs> chi has got uh a younger sister um and a father and that's all that is left um, other parents have uh or other their mother um is not around. And since nobody else knows kichi uh they would know they would not know uh what has happened to her um in terms of uh extended family father's side of the family is fairly distant uh Kichi was very close to their grandmother, who has recently passed. <coughs>
0: Why, yes, Casper. I will absolutely listen to you talk about anything <laughs> oh, else no. about the family. You'll talk. Oh
1: no! <laughs> I meant to hit mute. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, uh, ZZ, um was adopted by the um long hair uh the long hair clan of the Dene. Um, the strangers, but like they, they felt, they've always felt a little different. Um, and so they kind of wandered off on their own. Um, and yeah, I might have a cybernetic dog if you will allow it. I will. Could I have a cybernetic dog?
0: <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be one of the gifts we talk about when we get it, <laughs> the, the crunchy parts.
1: Yeah, I was reading up on gifts and I'm like, oh animal companion i'm gonna have a cybernetic dog aren't i um but yeah so they they're they're just trying to um they've been adopted so they're just trying to find like their people um essentially uh, Okay. with absolutely no clues on who they might be <laughs> so it's like oh
0: blank slate backgrounds those are fun for me I'm down Uh, for whatever you've got, sir. (laughs) Oh, remember you said that. Uh... Yeah,
1: Instant regret. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Nathan, tell me about your family. Hmm. You're a life doula. You are somebody who has brought many lives into this world. In fact, if you'd like, I will even say you were the doula on duty for Nadi and Kichika.
2: Ooh, I love that. Uh, freaking onions. Anyway, <laughs> yeah um yes i have definitely been part of this business or of uh bringing people into the world for many years uh in part because of um repentance for the thing that my family blames me for. I uh, ignored their uh, warnings and pleas to, you know, keep myself safe and everything else when uh, I was pregnant and I ignored those warnings. And that's when the tragedy happened. Um, whatever that tragedy is, that's, that's still the, the question up in the air. Um, but, uh, I am distant from my, my mother, father, uh, two brothers, uh, who, uh, just as a, in general, kind of a broad stroke, uh, believe that I was at fault for it. Mm-hmm. I have an ex. I have an ex- partner who is also on their side, but maybe has moved on to their own family uh, or another family and uh, has long since left me behind.
0: okay that sounds very unfortunate, especially given that your your whole purpose in society at at least one of them, is about bringing life into this world. That sounds very tragic. How did Nathan deal with that?
2: After the the tragedy, I definitely turned to uh, meditation and uh, kind of communion with the spirit. And that's Kind of how I discovered that I have a a connection in that way uh, and going into the the business of bringing people into this world and and sometimes even helping them leave it um, is in part my my pen penitent, uh, penitent pen man penance there we go uh for uh my perceived crimes and also it's my way of being a mother that I will never be able to be
0: so would you call that your motivation it is Mm -hmm. and what's the word you chose to describe it
2: uh caregiving
0: You really are the group mom.
2: <laughs> I'm 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 all ready for this.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So I think we've got a little bit about all of your characters here. So um does everyone have a fillable sheet? Yep. We got one, yep. yes. How about everyone else? Yes.
5: Yes.
0: Wonderful. Then Pull those up, and we will start going through the character creation process. Um, Since we've already started the, uh, what I would consider the more important part. We've got all of your characters down. Now we just need to put numbers to places. But I considered numbers to be kind of the most uh, (laughs) mundane part of it. So... We begin with our gifts and our burdens. And as I recall, there was one of you that wanted to talk about gifts. The way gifts work is, so when we're going through character creation, we have a set number of points. It starts with five for gifts and burdens. Each of these translates to, you can buy five levels worth. A level is just one point. If you take a burden, you get points back. If you take a gift, you take points away. Any that are left at the end of this stage get rolled over to the next stage. So, I know um, I know that Nadi has a fear of heights as a level two burden. So she now has seven points of gifts and burdens um, to play but with. I also have the digital savant. Ah, yes, Bless digital me. savant. Um, and as I recall, there's at least one of you that wanted to talk about an adorable little robotic companion.
1: (laughs) Hi, actually, instead of a dog, can it be a raccoon?
0: (laughs) robo raccoon. (laughs) Is it going to swear and have a tree for a companion of its own? No. Then you're good.
1: Yes. I just, I just want, (coughs) I just want a cybernetic raccoon. (laughs)
0: cybernetic raccoon all right uh what do you think this raccoon will be capable of
1: um basic raccoon shit
0: <laughs> washing uh,
5: food uh, opening yeah wh- garbage cans i was gonna <laughs>
1: say trash panda yeah tra- literally just trash panda stuff um like can open simple doors like can turn a knob um and um has has an affinity to shiny things okay
0: so um how did you get this is it a robot raccoon or is it a cybernetic raccoon
1: um since i picked cybernetics i'm going to say it's a cybernetic raccoon and i got it like it was one of my first like one of my first things to build on my like outings alone so i made <laughs> i made me a cybernetic raccoon um from like oh this is going to be very morbid i basically frankensteined my raccoon with some cybernetics
5: no, but I was gonna say, what if it was a cyborg instead of a cybernetic, <laughs> raccoon and you like saved one that was injured?
0: Cybernetics is basically cyborg. It's... Yeah. Oh, okay. I
1: I saved a baby raccoon that was abandoned by its mom by turning it into a cyborg.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's metal as fuck. <laughs> Uh, oh, it definitely involves some metal. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to call that a level two gift, a level two animal companion. And remember when we get there that you'll need some medicine on your sheet, as well as some uh, husbandry, to make it make sense that you knew enough to keep this thing alive.
1: Copy that. His name is Tops.
0: Tops. Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. With two piece
0: Better than flip. Now I, now I want a companion.
5: <laughs> that happens every time. One person gets a companion. Everyone gets a companion.
0: <laughs> well, remember, we've got a whole big story. So even if you don't want one at the beginning of character creation, we can get one diegetically. Yeah
6: she doesn't have one right now but yeah she might Uh, be looking
0: for one at some point (laughs) (laughs) so the reason i asked you all about family is because family could be a gift or a burden um family could be a gift if they're really loving and supportive if you've got a grandmother that you could go to for advice if you've got a place to stay because it's pretty common to have multi-generation households in Cahokia. In fact, I'd say it's the norm. Uh, You have three, even four generations living together, even more with the expanded lifespans. So dwellings tend to be pretty large, but pretty full of people. Um, So with that in mind, remember that family could also be a burden. That um, cousin who keeps getting into trouble and it's never really their fault, but it's never their fault. So it's always their fault. Um, That uncle or auntie who always needs just a few kneesy to get through the day, you know, Um, all of that, or even a great grandfather who was known to be something unpleasant or even was rumored to be something unpleasant, all of that would fall under burdens. Um, there's a number of other things. This is the point at which you can really like just kind of spitball ideas uh, and see what they were to end up as, because we've got a lot of options. We've got everything I've said so far. We've also got secrets. Um, we've got uh curses blessings you could be from a more well-off financial family this is where you would have that spiritual connection Nathan. um this is where you would have your addictions although it's important to note there is no alcohol in cahokia there are other various things many things could be an addiction um You could get really into mushrooms. You could get really into gambling. You get really into sex. For that matter, you could be really addicted to watching things on your second eyes, which is a societal taboo. It's just what pops up. So, think about it. Go through it. And I... Does anybody else have anything... uh, As you're doing that, I will look towards uh Nathan. What level of spirit world connection are we talking?
2: I was looking at a two.
0: So this isn't like uh, an everyday occurrence, but it does happen pretty often.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's a gift.
2: It is. Um, the ability to I guess speak with the spirits more directly on a regular basis allows me to impart their wisdoms uh, in the course of my duties.
0: Excellent. That leaves you with three more gifts and burdens. Three more points for this section. What were you thinking?
2: I actually also was thinking an ally gift of an assistant of some type. And as as we were just talking, I was considering whether or not I'd change it a little bit, but, um, cause at first I was thinking just a, a typical, like almost apprentice uh, who's following in the the of footsteps, um, but the possibility could also be that this is a spirit who's kind of latched on and is, is a regular contact. Uh so I wanted to kind of talk that out, I guess.
0: So that kind of spiritual companion is a possibility. Um mm-hmm. Remember that spirits are a little more formless. We're looking at closer to, uh, uh, they're a little more free form, I guess I want to say. So what spirit is this and why are they helping you?
4: Hmm.
2: I'm really drawing a blank on that one, actually.
0: uh well you don't have to answer now (laughs) but i will also if you were going to go the route of your assistant your apprentice Mm -hmm. the different levels of uh gifts and burdens would be for one they pretty much hang out at the office they can't really come out and play for one reason or another maybe they just don't think it's their job but you've got a mission control whereas for three you've got a robin who's following you about and, uh, you know, asking for whatever you need.
2: I I think that I was, again, going to go for a level two. Um, someone who is committed to the cause, but maybe hasn't quite built up the skill that would make them a suitable replacement yet they're a little bit fumbling uh but they're they're very committed and and loyal
0: okay um yeah for a rank 2 that means that they are uh perfectly happy to come out and play every so often and uh it's it's the kind of thing where they don't, they can't come every day, but they can certainly come out and help if you need them. Mm. Um, if that's the route you want to go. Uh, which I, really I think is-
2: the, the simplicity of that uh, works. Okay. Yeah.
0: In which case, go ahead and add the level two ally to your sheet mm-hmm. and- hit the shahi name generated for a name
2: okay um and then from my final point i was considering just a, a little quirk uh just um i have an ear for music specifically singing uh and it's it's just a talent i've never actually cultivated to to a, a full extent, but um I can I can find pitches really easily and harmonies. Okay.
0: Really nice, really simple. Plenty of people have an ear for music. I love it. Write it down.
2: Awesome. And I have the the mobile app for Coyote and Crow. So I'm gonna hit that aim generator. Got, got seekin. Seekin.
0: Wonder if seeking is finding. Um, <laughs> wonderful. So, with that, we're going to turn Oboe. Yeah, I'm good. You've been awfully quiet over there.
5: Oh, no, I've been reading. I've had ideas. I've been listening. <laughs> I've been laughing at your jokes. It's good.
0: I do like that you're listening, and I love people laughing at my jokes, believe me. Good. But Let's just
5: stroke your ego some more.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Please continue stroking my ego, by all means. But it won't distract me very long from asking about what you were thinking for gifts and burdens.
5: Oh, uh, think anybody's gone for a burden yet so far as I know. Oh, wait, no, there was a, a fr- somebody who was afraid of heights. Yep. Well, I'm going to be starting with a burden for sure. Um I'm going to have a curse. Uh, And that curse is that uh technology has a tendency to either malfunction and or break around me.
0: Ooh. Uh, your digital savant and your cybernetic companion are going to love you.
5: Mm-hmm. But... It's my reason for why uh, I'm not just going into sciences and building a rocket and going to space. I have to find some other way up there. So Everything what? tends to
0: break.
1: <laughs> Don't break what? my tops.
0: Do my best. What level are you considering for this burden?
3: Uh...
5: Like a two? I want it to be I want it to be significant. But I don't know like you'll have to guide me on how significant that would be if that's a two. Would it be like I'm gonna am I gonna break tops? Am I gonna kill tops? Because I don't want to kill tops.
0: So the way the burdens work and the gifts, for one, it's pretty rare, but it kind of happens at a crucial moment. For three, it's an everyday occurrence. Two is between that. Two is almost anything between that.
5: I think that that fits.
0: Uh, okay,
5: I don't like. I think on the worse end, stuff breaks, like actually breaks. On the on the lighter end, stuff t- has a tendency to malfunction. Just for me, like it's like a it's a it's an all me thing. I don't want to like burden y'all too much, but like if you leave me to like. Man some machinery while you hand some stuff. It might break uh,
0: in a horrible way. So, my question to you is, why? Um,
5: I was thinking, so that was, uh, I love putting negatives on my characters. Uh, <laughs> so, I was trying to think of a, a a way of doing that, and I was thinking of some kind of uh, some kind of thing that is connected to uh my spirit world connection so i want i don't want i don't want a huge one I think i'm gonna go with like a level one okay. um but somehow that has attracted the attention of some kind of trickster trickster spirit or something like that um That likes to just mess with me.
0: A trickster that likes to mess with you. Yeah, yeah, that kind of happens if you take Path of Crow. Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Spirit World Connection Level 1. Sounds good. Go ahead and add it. Um, Where is everyone else at? Have we got kind of our gifts and burdens... Do we need more questions?
1: I have one question. Shoot. If I wanted to give my character like ADHD, would that be a gift or a burden? (laughs) Like just an easily distracted teenager.
0: (laughs) I would make that a quirk of uh, whatever severity you choose. And it would be... I would actually say take three points, and some of it's a gift, some of it's a burden. <laughs> okay. And you can divide that how you please.
1: <laughs> awesome. Okay.
5: You add 1.5 to your
0: room. <laughs> I swear to God, you try to take a point five, I will come for tops. I will come for tops in your sleep. You won't know what happened.
1: <laughs> All right, fine. No points. No point fives. Got it. Got it. I did want to circle back on the,
2: the burdens thing. Um, the, I was looking at uh, potentially the family burden like you were discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, can we interpret her estranged family as a burden?
0: We absolutely can. Uh, I'm looking at a two. A two means that they will accept a phone call At a bad time, at an emergency, but they're not gonna talk to you for otherwise. So, yes. Okay.
2: Awesome. Thank you. I
0: was thinking the same thing um, with
6: family. Um, Being the only child, I would think (laughs) that, make sure I'm off mute. Okay. Making, you know, my parents both really want them to, you know, follow their steps. Um, And so they're trying to allow me time to explore my curiosity, but they really want me to partake and follow their footsteps in science, since I'm the the only one left of their lineage kind of thing. Okay. That sounds like a
0: level one burden to me.
6: Okay, that's what I was thinking.
0: They're there, they'll help when they can, but... You know. You're They're like, definitely gonna encourage young you.
6: for now, but uh, come on, hurry up and decide.
1: <laughs> I do you a... wanna
0: go go ahead.
1: Oh, sorry, I was I was just gonna let you know. I did a one-two split for gift and burden. It's one level gift and two level burden.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Sounds good to me. Um, what's your gift? in it
1: oh that i am able to focus like whatever like whenever i have that the ability to focus i can focus on nothing but this hyper focus hyper focus is a gift (laughs) i don't care what anybody says and your burdens my burden is also hyper focus (laughs) like uh lack of motivation for doing anything that does not bring me serotonin not speaking from experience at all (laughs)
0: i did not ask to be attacked like this i've done nothing but love you yet um oh
2: we're all feeling it
0: (laughs) now um if there are no more questions on gifts and burdens going once Uh, going twice cool then we can take whatever points are left over and we can roll them on to uh, the next step in the process which is our stat points. They, points are, in that. <laughs> they are 42 points to begin with plus any leftover you currently have. And yep. the way these works is it's a little bit different. Um, so With this, we are actually going to need you to open the book and turn to if we don't use them on stats, we can use them on skills, correct? Yes. If you don't use anything on stats, you can just roll them all over into skills. Okay. In fact, for an older character, it might even be appropriate. Like nothing but ones. Every point is in (laughs) skills. That bespeaks of a I know
2: everything, old. but I'm frail as crumb. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Don't touch me, I'll break.
2: <laughs> now, uh, for anything left from stats, it's a one-to-one over to skills. Yes.
5: Okay.
0: It's a one-to-one from gifts and burdens to stats, and it's a one from one to one from stats to skills. <laughs> so we look to our page 144 in the book. And this is just easier. Um, I'll talk, I'll say it out loud, but at the same time, I want you all to be able to look down so I don't have to answer the same question more than like twice or three or four times. Um, yes, I know. We've, we've all been through this before. <laughs> uh, so you don't have to spend anything to take it up to a one. Everything's at one to start with. For two points, for a level two, it costs three. And all these are total. For a level three, it costs six. For a level four, it costs 10. And for a level five, it costs 15. Remember, these are all base. You add your plus, your bonus from your archetype at the end of this step. And that bonus can take you up to a six. Um, One is kind of frail, meek, very slow, that kind of thing. Uh, Five is peak human. And then average is two to three, right? Is what they were saying in the book. Precisely. Um, I will remind you again that there are no dump stats in Coyote and Crow. Everything has a purpose. Everything could come up. Uh, so go through you've all been talking with me about your characters so hopefully you've got a pretty good picture of them in your head and you've got your points to play with um, while Trying you all are... yes I like to use uh, google sheets when I go through because <laughs> that way it's really easy just uh, equal some and go from there Um, But while you're all doing that, I will explain a little more about the technology level uh, to our lovely audience. Um, Don't hesitate to stop me if you've got any questions. I'll come back to you all in about, oh, 10 or 12 minutes. See where everybody is. Um, With uh, Coyote and Crow, we're looking at a, I don't want to say techno-magical because it's not magic. Um, all of the abilities that come from the Adonati are they're all very uh, they could almost be mistaken for miracles they could be mistaken for um, moments of extreme luck Um, a lot of things happen in Coyote and Crow Um, the power of the bear could easily just be written off as a surge of adrenaline. If it didn't only happen to people who went through the adonity, or the adonati, um, if it wasn't so easily repeatable. Um, now, in the past, I have played a little bit with this. Um, everybody in the realm of Coyote and Crow, everyone who has gone through that uh, ritual, does have these bright purple markings on them what i like to do is i like to have those glow on occasion especially when they roll really highly on the activation of their abilities um this kind of goes contra to the design notes because the writing team really wanted to stress that these are not superpowers these are spiritual gifts um so on occasion i have broken with tradition just a little bit uh because I am a child of the modern world, I'm a very visual thinker, and I like describing um, the aura of a buffalo engulfing someone who is so lost to their warrior's madness that they cannot be stopped charging ahead. Um, I might still do that. I might not. Uh, it's just left at the end, Fiat. Other than that, most things in our current world have an analog in coyote and crow when it comes to technology everybody has a nisi n-i-s-s-i it's basically a phone they can come in various forms um the most common models are wrist mounted think like a pip boy from fallout uh they've got roughly the same kind of functionality you can make calls you can record you can access the daso which is the uh, cahokian internet um they can, there are models that are large and they're essentially tablets. Uh, there's computers. Um, but don't, don't swap Nisi for Nisi. Nisi is the currency of Cahokia and the freelance. Um, and it's just come about as a matter of, uh, well, it developed from the trade system because eventually most things do. Now, because so much technology had to go into keeping society alive when the entire world was trying to kill it, after nature has calmed down, and to be very clear, while the areas in and around the city are pretty safe, there is still a ton of wilderness there are things creeping in the darkness that have no names. Old legends are coming out and revealing themselves to be very true. Um, new legends are being made every day. Uh, there are all manner of things, dark and mysterious still to be found in the world. Um, there are trails and YouTube barges. There's travel options, uh, most people don't have the need for, like, cars. Um, again, cars were never a thing in this reality because cars come from the combustion engine. The combustion engine is a kind of offshoot from gunpowder. And because gunpowder was never there, there was never a combustion engine. Instead, most technology works off of Yutsu technology. It's uh, gravitic. It's um, electromagnetic, magnetic. It's also just plain magnetic. There's uh, essentially magnet trains that crisscross Cahokia. Some of them go a little further out into uh, what could be thought of as Cahokian suburbs. There's Yutsu barges that travel between distant cities, typically only within the same area. But there are some cross-nation routes because dignitaries and people, families... um, Even within this group, it looks like we have at least one transplant from another region in uh, Zizi, who comes from the Dene, so likely from the Dene Republic, uh, at least originally. Um, Now, what that means is that, although, what that means for technology is no longer having to keep their borders secure, they've been able to turn it towards other pursuits, they've been able to turn it towards actual quality of life things, standards of living. Um, hospitals are well funded, uh, if they even need to be funded at all, just because of the difference in the economy. Um, and a big thing to note about Cahokia is that it's a place where community—I don't want to say it's everything, but it is stressed so hard if you don't have a family it's very sad it's also pretty unusual um usually someone will step up and say hey uh you can come be a part of my family uh adoption is incredibly common um even grown ups getting adopted is incredibly common uh oh you're unmarried and your parents passed away. Well, you can come and be adopted into my family and now you're my brother since we've been friends so long. That happens all the time. Uh, You get adopted into warrior societies still. You get adopted into governmental societies. You get adopted into um, not the Suyata, who are very similar to federal marshals, but you do get adopted into the constables if memory serves um and the constables are kind of equivalent to police they are the people who patrol the streets on the day to day they are answerable to a board and through them to the cahokian people uh there there are still issues of course but they are much less than we have in our current world um i'm not going to get too political with that but uh yeah. And the Suyata actually have a bit more controversy attached to them because Suyata agents are only answerable to the Council of Cahokia, the Council of Twelve. And this is significant because it actually, the Council itself has experienced a shift since Cahokia was turned into the current state it's in. Originally, the council of 12 was made up of a representative from each of the 12 most powerful prominent tribes in the city and the region. But in the modern area, we have the most powerful families and that can mean a lot of things. So a lot of these positions are inherited. You've got fathers passing to sons, mothers passing it on. You've got all manner of things and this is the ruling body of cahokia They are answerable to the people yes but it's really hard to replace a council member and they're not all saints um and the council definitely have their pet their pet suyata uh different members of the council have pet suyata you could have someone who's You could have a Suyatta who's working for a very shady member of the council and ends up being incredibly shady because of that. Uh, Without really ever having to answer. Um, But not that that's come up in a system or anything. Uh, But I will go ahead and check in where everyone's at since most of you seem to have leaned back in your chairs. Are we all good?
1: I'm good. Uh, I think I did the math right. <laughs>
5: Double-checked my math. I have two points left. Awesome. Jamie?
3: I think I'm good, but I'm <laughs> I'm still debating if I'm going to change some numbers.
0: No worries. Uh, you can go ahead and change some numbers, um, because actually, yeah. You can go ahead and change some numbers. Uh, do we need like a five minute break for water, bio breaks or anything? I'm good. Uh, I'm
5: good. We're at about an hour and a half if we want to take our, our break.
0: That's why I'm offering. <laughs> um, I will explain how skills work and then we will go ahead and take our break. How does that sound?
3: Okay.
0: Excellent. So skills are very similar to uh, stats. They are not between the others. They're one-to-one. As in, if you've got two points left over, you've got an extra two you can add to your skill total. You start with... um, Another 42 points. Because 42 is, in fact, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Uh, And we've got... When you buy a skill rank, you can either buy generalized and you actually need to spend at least some points because these don't automatically come to your sheet. All of these start at zero. Um, You buy at least one general point and then you can either buy up more general points or you can buy up specializations. Um, Now how that works is uh, you've got the unarmed combat general skill. You can have four points in that, and that will run you 10 points. Or you could have even a single point, which costs you one, in your unarmed combat. And then specialize in wrestling for four points, which costs you six. You save three points, but you know what they say about specialization leads to niche roles which could lead to trouble um it's just up to you you can do that however you want the uh cost chart is on page 148 to all of my players um does anybody <laughs> have any questions
5: i do what does the little asterisk mean
0: so the asterisk means that um You can't use it untrained. Uh, Like, you can try to charm someone if you haven't put any points to it. Right. Makes a critical success more, a critical failure more likely, but you can definitely try. Uh, Sometimes your talker is elsewhere, drunk or currently in prison from the last time it went poorly. Um, Now... Yeah, that's what the asterisk means. You can't use it untrained. Um, any other questions? In which case, let's go ahead and take our break. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in about 10 minutes. Sound good to everyone? Hmm? Excellent. We'll
2: be,
3: we'll
2: be back.
0: hello and welcome back everyone to our session zero for coyote and crow uh, we are just back from a uh quick 10 minute break most of our players have been working on skills in the background while we've been uh, away um and we're gonna get back to them but bo had a really interesting question which i want to hit where everyone can hear uh what was that question bo
5: Yes. So, in the book, uh, under the skills, uh, just like in 5e and in a lot of other games, there's a related stat to go along with it. Um, but in this, there are two related stats, and I was wondering, what well, what's, uh, what's that? How does that
0: work? So, when you make a skill check, and every roll in this is, uh, Hello, Arclight! Good to see you again! Uh, every... Every skill check, every role is a skill check. Brushing your teeth could be a skill check. Um, charm <laughs> is a skill check. An attack role is a skill check. All of these are going to be your skill checks. How that works is, so long as you're trained, you can use whichever of the related stat is higher. Like if you had a 3 in strength, a 2 in intelligence, and a 3 for unarmed combat. When you made your dice pool for that roll, you could roll the 6 for strength plus unarmed. But if you had nothing in unarmed, if it was untrained, you would have to use intelligence. If you're trained, you can use whichever is higher. If you're untrained, you use whichever is lower. I Make sense? I see... That's cool. I like that a lot. I do, too. Um, That means that if your warrior who neglected to put anything in charisma or uh, perception tries to charm someone, or it's a warrior. Maybe they didn't neglect perception. They've got a really high perception, but nothing for charisma. They still have to use charisma when they're trying to talk their way into the bar, you know? (laughs) yeah <laughs>
5: yeah, that's cool i like that a lot okay cool
0: now i know most of you were working on your skills while we went to break um so what else uh does anybody have any questions yeah i imagine uh Udahime might know a thing or two about <laughs> um trained and untrained skills at this point uh, but does anyone have any questions as far as skills and points goes, especially with like
3: specializations? I... Yeah, can you
0: explain
6: yeah. the whole? What's the deal with specialization again?
0: No worries. Like I um,
6: have I taking computers, but then it looks like there's hacking and programming underneath
0: that specialization. So, if you're making a computers check, if you're trying to hack, that could be computers. Um, You make your roll normally. But if you have a specialization in hacking, you could roll that instead. Um, However, with that same character, you would still only be able to roll the level of your general computers for programming a new program rather than your hacking. <laughs> Make sense? Okay. Whereas if you bump up your general computer skill, you could do everything. It's just a matter of what you want to prioritize, what you want to uh, not, that kind of thing. There we go. And yes, you could have multiple specializations. You could pay for everything separately if you so chose. The one caveat is that a specialization must begin higher than the general skill. Oh, okay. Any other questions?
2: This might just be the sheet, but if I'm taking a specialized specialization in first aid under survival and I've got a four stat and a four rank, it's totaling a six. Mm. But but if I drop the rank to two, the total jumps to an eight. So
0: I'm very confused. <laughs> that sounds like a sheet error.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just making sure.
0: Is that just happening with First Aid and Survival?
2: I will have to test it out.
0: Okay, if it comes up with anything else, let me know. Um, we'll make a note somewhere and... You know, we'll go from there. I will play with it myself on my end. Um, one thing I want to hit up... About how I run the game. Um, Specifically when it comes to. The ceremony skill. I don't tend to put ceremony on the screen. Um, If it comes up. I'll say make your ceremony roll. If you have something you want to describe. I'll let you do that all you want. But. um, Personally. uh, My auntie was always very much into the idea of natives don't talk about their ceremonies with anyone who doesn't need to know uh so for my part i don't tend to go into a whole lot of description when it comes up um that's just me myself personally other story guides are free to do whatever they want that's just how i run the game
2: that is Uh, really good to know considering i've got a pretty decent ceremony
0: (laughs) <clears throat> uh, that's not to say ceremony doesn't come up. That means I leave the description to you. Sure. Uh, yeah. That way, my own... Uh, basically, uh, my auntie doesn't kick my ass. <laughs> Anybody with such an auntie knows exactly what the hell I mean. Um. Now, um... A question came up during the break about Skullduggery, and that is emblematic of another thing. So unless you're running off of a module, which there's several out, uh, there's more coming. You can pick the story guide will tell you what you need to roll. But you always have the option of saying, well, can I roll this instead? and Skullduggery is a really great example because it does have such a wide variety of things under its heading. Um, there is some overlap with like uh, Deception. There's some overlap with um, Stealth. There's some overlap with a couple others. And while it's always incumbent upon the uh, story guide to make the last call, it's it shows how the narrative of this game is very important. It shows how um, the numbers aren't everything. Your numbers definitely matter. Um, but what really matters is how creative you are. Uh, and that's just another little aside. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Komeha's favorite skill, wasn't it? Because (laughs) even though she was never the party face, people kept deciding to shove her up to the front. There's a reason I keep making the uh, example (laughs) of the warrior who neglected charisma. (laughs) Now, um, do we have any other questions? Are we all about finished with skills? Otherwise, I'm going to have to find something else to ramble on about. Which is Um... good for me, because I love the sound of my own voice.
5: I had a question, so, um, if I were to try to convince a spirit of some kind to do something for me, say, convince that trickster spirit to not be an asshole for once, (laughs) um, what, under what, how would that work? Is there a skill that I could have to kind of help me with that? In like moments of address, or
0: so that would be um charm potentially with a specialization of uh spirit talking, although I'd probably come up with a better word for it um or coercion with uh again, appeasing spirits as a specialty or It would be a ceremony you conducted. Um, It's just how you're going to go about trying to make that particular spirit do the thing you don't want it to do. Okay. Or not do the thing. You know what I mean? I kind
5: of like the idea that this is not something that I can just be like, hey, please don't be an asshole right now. Like, I have to plan for it (laughs) if I know that I'm going to have to do something like tech related in the next day or so just like take an evening perform a ceremony to try to appease the spirit and then hope for the best (laughs) we don't know until it's gonna happen
0: (laughs) we never know how the dice are gonna fall until they do yeah uh so are there any other skills or any other questions about skills?
1: It's cool that I didn't take any specialized skills, right? Yeah.
0: Cool. Especially as old as your character is, yeah. specializations tend to kind of uh, be more trained. Um, it's more expensive to buy general. They are more useful, quote unquote, but it is evocative of somebody who is self-taught. And not as uh, formal in most things. What's your medicine at?
1: My medicine is at, like, total is a five. And my husbandry is also a five. And my cybernetics is a six.
0: That's the skill ranks?
1: Yeah, the total.
0: Okay. Uh Okay. But are you done spending your points?
1: Uh, Yes. Okay.
0: As done as you ever are. Um, I do. (laughs) Important question. Can I have more than
5: one specialization in the same skill?
0: Yes. Yes, you may. They cost the same amount. It's not altered in any way. Wait a Um, second.
5: Do I have to have higher rank in that skill than my specialization? Like if um, I want a rank two, astronomy, do I have to have rank two or higher science?
0: Um. So, the specializations must begin higher than your general rank in that skill.
5: So I would have if I had a science one, I would need a uh, astronomy two. Correct. Got it. Okay correct
0: correct correct um and yeah um
1: now i'm changing things because the way you ask the question (laughs) like dang
0: you're welcome what can i say except you're welcome uh and i was going to say do remember that as tempting as it is To go into this with the same idea of D&D, and we all want that 18 and that plus four, it's nice to leave yourself some room to grow. Even with skills, that five and that six are top of the line, top of the world. People come to you from all over to seek wisdom from your (laughs) guidance level of ability. Um, And if you're trying to play the child prodigy, because I know most of you are children, quote unquote, uh, or teenagers, totally fine that's the character you're going for, by all means. Um, I'm 18. I'm
6: legally an adult.
1: Look, I'm not skilled (laughs) in a lot, but what I am skilled in, I'm skilled in.
0: Everybody else is having a discussion about how to handle a thing. She's chittering in the corner with her raccoon.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Every solution. I think I've
0: got my skills. (laughs) Excellent. Every solution is just... I'm going to make a part of my raccoon bigger. (laughs) Eventually, you're all riding around on this giant mech raccoon. Hopefully my math is right. Don't
4: take
0: me. Um, If your math is right, don't worry. Uh, We'll make sure that your organs go to useful purposes because we're going to kill you. Um, So it's all going to be good. If my math is right, you're going to kill me? Okay. Yes, because I hate good math. (laughs) I kid, I kid. Well, I meant it, if your math has is wrong, go we're going to kill you.
6: It comes with my career as an accountant. I have to have good <laughs> math skills.
0: Oh, then, yeah, they actually might kill you. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I'm not going to fault anyone for a point or two missing. I'll look over your sheets and look over your math. If oh, something well, is wrong. Oh, add a few more. <laughs> that's why I said I will look over it. Um, uh if you make a mistake, it's one thing, but if I look and see five, 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 five. Um oh, which no I five. have seen in another game, then I'm gonna have questions. Well, uh, a five int, but no other fives. <laughs> totally fine. No, just you make a mistake and a point or two. I don't care. We all make mistakes. I will ask you about it and we'll go from there.
6: I got a four rank and then I've got one, two, three, four, five. Five different skills
1: that are a three rank. Oh, wait, the ranks? Yeah, my biggest rank is like a
0: three. Oh yes, yeah, so I was talking about ranks, not your overall dice pools.
1: Oh yeah, no 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 no. So yeah. yeah, my biggest rank is like a three, not a six. We're good. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, that's
6: fine. Yeah, my total for computers is a nine. That's my highest.
1: My total for yeah. medicine and cybernetics and husbandry are like 6 and then 5. I have
0: so, a 7 in cybernetics, 7 it, in knowledge. It looks oh. like <laughs> all of you have once again leaned back in your chairs. So that tells me that most of you are uh finished with your skills, am I right? Yes.
6: For the next 2 seconds, yeah, and then right. until I find something I want to
0: change. That's fine. <laughs> um but it does mean that we can move on to our abilities and this is the fun part well i mean this is all fun for me uh but now i know at least one of you had already decided on eagles insight um that was me yes and that one's a wonderful one i've played with it a bunch it's great go for it um but if anybody else has any questions go ahead and ask them now uh
1: what page is the 172 cool
0: one now
6: 172 or if you're in the pdf it's like ah, plus some pages
0: 180 yes i'm in the pdf I'm working from the uh, physical book myself, so assume I'm talking about page numbers at the bottom. Yeah, Topical. I assume. So when it comes to abilities, when you pick your first one, that has to be one from the related stats of your path. Um, you cannot pick path of... Um, you cannot pull a strength ability from a path that is uh agility and spirit you cannot pick path of the fox and start with power of the bear huh.
3: um
0: i mean that's something fox might try to do but well that's not how that works uh so <laughs> man Take calling
2: a- me out and all
0: <laughs> yep I mean, I could just easily have said Crow, but let's face it, Fox is a little more likely to try that than Crow. Uh, So, take a minute and go through. Um, If you have any questions, go ahead and ask me. Um, Again, there isn't a bad power, not as far as I'm concerned. Maybe I'm a little biased, but they've all got their uses. I've played a lot of Coyote and Crow in a very short amount of time. And the uses people come up with are incredible and leave my jaw hanging open un- so <laughs> often it makes me upset. Uh, I love it, but it's like, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> of course, then it goes in the vault and it gets used against every group I have in the future. But <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, and a lot of these powers have two different uses. They have walk-around uses and in-encounter uses. Um, So, do uh, take your time and go through. Uh, And while we do that, I am gonna turn to Naughty, because Naughty already picked Eagle's Insight, and that means that I can just pick on Naughty as much as I want for the next few <laughs> but, minutes.
6: But maybe I was reconsidering. I, okay. Yes. Go ahead.
0: Go Are you it. reconsidering? No.
6: Um, no, I just, I i like the idea of Eagles Insight, especially since I took a high intelligence. Um, I think that one's going to be good.
0: So, so yeah, I'm going to stay with it. Okay. Um, What drew you to that? Well, the fact that
6: I can spin, well, it says, so that allows my sudden keen insights into the situations um, and things and opponents. Basically I can use a point of, I can spin a point of mind, which um, my mind is 11 um, to substitute my intelligence or any other stat when making a skill check. So, since I do have some lower stats, it's like, hmm, substituting a five for a two? <laughs> Sounds pretty good.
0: <laughs> That's harder to do with some than others. Yeah. You can't really think- turn a... Uh, you can't really make a single attribute-dependent character in this game. Yeah. um, And... I think I've already discussed this with you guys previously, but maybe not everyone in the audience knows. Um, So I will take the opportunity. uh, Actually, first I'm going to No, everybody still looks like they're working. So I'll take this opportunity to talk about life and how it works in coyote and crow. So you've got three life bars on your character sheet. Essentially you've got body, mind and soul. And, um, For numbers, they're just the total of your uh, strength, agility, and endurance, and your um, intelligence, Uh, perception. Say what? Which is body for the first one that you mentioned. And then you've got your mind, which is intelligence, perception, and wisdom. And your soul for spirit, charisma, and will. And... Each of these, if any of them go to zero, you are considered unconscious. Uh, If any of them go below the toughness stat in that column, so endurance, wisdom, or will, if they go to the inverse of that, you are considered to be dying, which is a bad thing. Um. Once again, yeah. there are no dump states in this game. That means that if your endurance is a 3 and your body goes to negative 3, which is really easy to do, um, you're dying. Now, death is voluntary in this game. What that means is that with the rules as written, if you go to that negative 3, you only die if you, the player, agree that your character can die. Uh, some story guides inevitably are going to say, oh no, if you go to three, you're dead in my game. Well, that's that's up to them, but that's not how I'm going to run it because we've been playing this game long enough to know, or at least role-playing games long enough to know, how narratively unsatisfying it is to just die randomly. Yeah, it's true to life, but it's boring. You know, you don't want to die because uh, some... You don't want to die because a bunch of bandits decided they wanted to ruck up on you for your candy. You know? It's it's not fun. That's all these arcs that you were hopefully building uh just cut short with and now we got storyline blue balls, and nobody wants that.
2: We need some uh, plot armor, you know.
0: Everybody has a <laughs> no, little I bit thought of plot you were armor. Gonna say.
2: <laughs> Where is your mind?
5: No, it's fine. It's, you know, I kept going with the Blue balls metaphor.
0: <laughs> Bo was thinking about that sweet, sweet narrative release. Just That's, building to you're that damn right I was. perfect like the climax. Climax? <laughs> just, you um, know,
5: I'm a big fan of uh, story arcs. <laughs> I am not
2: a too. a fan of story climax.
0: Yeah. I'm a big fan of the, uh, you know... <laughs> long, fulfilling story climaxes. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Um, before we get uh, too far afield, um, you also have the fortitude mechanic. What that means is that when you take a hit to body, because physical damage is by far the most common, uh, you have the option to convert some of that from your soul. You can take if – if you've got four body and you've got eight body damage coming at you, you can take and choose to take five from your soul so that you only take three body. And maybe it just leaves you with one soul left, and if something else pings your soul, you're going to die or be dying, be unconscious. Um, but it's an option. You also have the focus mechanic. Anytime you make a skill check, you can spend points of mind to up those dice. If you rolled your skill check and you come up with um, a bunch of sevens when your success number is an eight, then you can spend one point per one numeral to raise your seven from an eight and your other seven to an eight and your other seven to an eight and then that's three minds spent. But mental damage is pretty common too. So it's kind of a trade-off. It represents your willpower, it represents your ability to you know pull through at the critical moments. And you can only do that for so long. We've all faced burnout. Um now, what this does is it puts a little more agency in player hands. Um, the one thing you can't do with focus is you can't fix ones. And personally, when I play, I don't let you kick a 12. I don't let you kick an 11 to a 12 and then have a critical success. Um, and that's just how I run it now. Where is everyone at in the process? I'm good.
1: I'm good. I'm, I'm good.
0: Excellent. What'd you all pick?
1: Dear smile.
0: Dear smile. You are a calming little thief.
1: I have to be. I'm sixteen years old. You wouldn't punch a kid. <laughs> Very disarming, I think. <laughs> Look at this face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> These perfect dimples. You don't want to mess them up. What about you, Bo?
5: Uh, I chose the mother's
0: voice. Um, Curious. Yeah. No, go ahead. Explain it. Uh,
5: Well, mother's voice allows you to uh, tap into your... uh, Well, there's a couple explanations for it. But basically, the idea behind it is that your ancestors are guiding you. That's how I'm going with it. Um, Because there's a... Deep connection between my character and their grandmother uh, that has recently passed, and uh, you know, I want them to not be gone. No, I want that to be a a thing that that allows them to kind of.
0: My more serious responses. That's very sweet, and I'm glad, and I look forward to seeing that. My more cavalier responses. I thought your name was Kichika, not Moana.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
5: okay. I haven't actually seen (laughs) that movie, so it can't be an inspiration.
0: (laughs) It's all right. Um, There's
1: one of Montanui. You killed my father. Prepare to die.
0: (laughs) Different movie, but still good. (laughs) Ethan, what did you pick?
1: Walk the
2: Black.
0: Ooh, I love Walk the Black.
2: Mm -hmm. This ability will allow me to travel in spirit form through the black. Uh, I guess it allowed me to traverse it and leave my physical body behind and uh, view things from the spirit perspective.
0: The black is an interesting thing. It is the spirit world. Kind of. Uh, Within Coyote and Crow, they've done tests within the Black. They've had people meet up in the Black because some people said it was just a hallucination. Some people said it was instant and unique to each person who entered. But they have had people meet up in the Black. They've had them exchange information. Um, But whatever it is, it doesn't seem to be the stereotypical spirit world. You can't always find spirits of the dead running around. You can find some other things running around though, and it is worth noting that what's the danger of a door? You can always let it Mm. (laughs) and a door once open can be moved through in both directions. Um but I've realized that I neglected to ask what Dear smile does, because I know, but the audience (laughs) might not.
1: Uh hang on. So, dear smile lets me uh not get punched in the face um basically uh wait, yeah, wait, uh, I don't know how to explain it uh the way that I read it is that um i I can. Where is the thingy? I had <laughs> it, and then I didn't have it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Now I'm just looking for
3: it. Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. You're looking for the ability itself?
1: Yeah.
6: It says uh, comma group.
1: Yeah, comma group. Where was that? There it is. Well, that's just from
6: the base page, 172.
1: Yeah, well, forestalling violence with a charisma and will check. Basically, Um, whenever I do eventually get caught stealing or whatever, I'd be like, hey, hey, you wouldn't hit a kid, right? I was like, I don't know any better. Um, Just, like, putting out those fires before they get increasingly more violent.
0: Now... Uh, Dear Smile doesn't face this a lot of the time, but it is considered a pretty big taboo in Cahokia to play with people's minds, because some of these do offer a mind control. Calming isn't quite the same. Nobody's going to get as mad at that as with uh, certain other abilities. But uh, do keep in mind that it's an option that might pop up. Um, People don't always notice when they've been charmed or had these happen to them, but. Uh some things do uh do pop up from time to time. Now um I love all of your choices. They're <laughs> all gonna come in very handy. I'm sure I'm not gonna turn any of them against you immediately. Uh oh.
5: but I just remembered yes. something something very important <laughs> that the audience should know, which is that uh my uh the mother's voice also uh makes me hand over control of my character to logan um because chaos so especially if i use it outside of combat it's just like all right i give you control you tell me when i get control back (laughs) okay and and
4: with
2: walk the black i can absolutely not get back to my body so that's gonna be fun
6: Yeah, Yeah. in the text on page 107, it it specifically says, walk the black mother's voice and read the earth might be the most controversial.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie. (laughs) All you're missing is a coyote. You've got a whole pack of fixtures. (laughs) Um, Now. Now. We're going to look at our goals. We've got short-term and long-term goals. Um, It's exactly what it sounds like. This is how Coyote and Crow handles experience points. Short-term goals are goals that uh, pop up from time to time and, um, well... Ah, yes. I I think I know of a uh, Path of Coyote, too, that may have a chance to uh, work with the group on occasion. Uh, Just remember, (laughs) anytime a coyote smiles, it does not mean they're pleased with you. Um, (laughs) So, short-term goals are exactly what they sound like. They take a group... They take between a session to, like, three sessions to finish off. When you finish, you get to either... Bump up a new bump up a skill rank or add a new skill. Um, long term goals are a little more complicated. they tend to be uh they tend to take entire story arcs to finish um, now long term goals are special long term goals let you If you want, you could spend it on a skill rank. You could spend it to up a stat, or you could spend it to buy a new ability. Because abilities are pretty rare. People who have more than one are pretty rare, but they do happen. Coyote and Crow is literally the game of how you become the new generation of native legends. That is what you guys are doing. You are becoming this new generation of native stock characters um, to enter the, the, the zeitgeist. Um, That's kind of the design idea. You are by definition, the heroes of legend. And it's just a matter of how you get to that point. Um, Because there are things called legendary ranks, but we're going to worry about those another time. I think. Ah, and it's a matter of, um, it's a matter of what do you want and how you want to make your legend, essentially. So with that in mind, I know that some of you already have them, but I want to hear them. What are your long-term goals, Bo? No, I've asked Bo twice at least. Uh, Jamie, what are your long-term goals?
3: Um, New
6: ability, I think is what they're going to be striving for.
0: Not what I was asking.
6: Oh, what do I, you mean? What, what is Sorry. the
0: goal that lets you get that? I don't,
6: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought this was an area I was completely blank on, so... Well, um, that's
0: okay. That's why we're talking. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that. I'm not sure yet. Do you have any short-term goals in mind?
6: Um, again, I mean that the goal is to to better know the world. So, um, growing their knowledge by exploring and you know getting outside
0: of their their comfort zone that they've grown up in. Okay, um, that's part of your curiosity motivation. I will let you think on something actionable, um. So, I will turn towards. Uh, let's go with Casper, and give you some time Kyle. to
1: think about it. Um. Okay. So, short-term goal not a darn clue. Uh long-term goal I'm guessing like find their family. Would that would that be it?
0: That's a really good long-term goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um and with that one I might give you things between here and the end of it, but we'll have to see. Okay. Um So think on short-term goal, because you need one before we start. Yeah. Technically, that can change from session to session, but I want you to have one in mind before we pick up dice on day one. Yeah. Winter.
2: I, you know, just even as uh, Casper was saying, their long-term goal, I was thinking similarly um, to build the family that I lost uh to to be a part of a, a family like uh I've always dreamt of
4: mm. okay um
3: and short term goals
2: mm yeah, those are, I'm still thinking on. That's all right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> these, uh, these are definitely difficult.
3: Uh... Bo.
5: Okay, no, now I'm not muted. Okay, so goals, uh, long term goal long-term goal is either I think I want to make this a little bit more achievable depending on how long this goes for, uh, just to find a means to get to space. Cause that's like my big thing. Not, not necessarily get there, but just figure out a way that could involve like five or six or seven steps of things to do, but at least just figure out where, where we can start. <laughs> um, Uh, as like a thing like i feel like that that journey in and of itself is like i agree
0: actually possible okay um phrase uh, it as finding out if space travel is possible okay all right because this is a society that's literally never (laughs) looked to actually making it to the stars okay yeah what about i mean kichika
5: believes it 100 percent is uh, but I see your point uh okay short term goals um since kichika has can't do anything involving technology, it's all gonna go to crap um uh, they are going to try to find somebody who knows a little bit more about the spirit world to try to find a way there through uh it's the black right is what it's called ooh interesting okay am i getting am i am I getting that right my I read this very quickly last week. So uh am I getting that correct? Is that the black that, that that is? Uh
0: the black is the spirit world. Yes, okay. Yeah.
5: So I feel like that's what Kichi's going for. Like they are they're like, mm, I I can't go straight there. That seems impossible. Um, curse or otherwise what if we can get there another way space and the spirit world tend to be related space okay and, uh, find someone who knows more about it and ask questions
0: good to know I think that's even a possibility Um, has anyone else come up with a short term goal
3: Um <laughs> mm. uh,
1: would a short-term goal be find a home. Yes. Okay, cool. Cuz currently is living that street life.
5: Um, I have a feeling that's going to get resolved, episode one. Just
0: yeah, pretty,
1: <laughs> pretty sure it is.
0: Well, but... that's... Um, Cahokia doesn't have the same kind of problems with housing we do. Um, it's likely that you don't... It's more possible that you don't have a permanent home yeah. and you're essentially staying in a hostel than that you're you know, a complete Aladdin-style street rat.
1: No, I I was th- like, so, to rephrase it, would be find a permanent home. Okay. Because uh, right now, I'm basically couch surfing.
0: Very good. Alright. Now, uh... Yeah, that sounds like a really good first goal. Um, and you're going to Something I wanted to ask was how long have you been in Cahokia, Casper? Um
1: Ooh, that is an excellent question. I'm gonna say that they kind of just uh I think they're they just got here and it's starting to put feelers out. Um I dig um, it. Yeah. So yeah, they just got here.
0: Cool um excellent so that's two of you handled what about you jamie have you gotten any thoughts yet i mean my thoughts with the
6: character has always been i mean she's she's intelligent but you know she's always been pushing been pushed by her parents to study and you know to follow them into the business into science and stuff but it's more about I guess her goal is more about finding herself and what she's meant to do in the world. You know, it's kind of the clueless, unknown, unsure. That's why she's wanting to go out and she doesn't want to just accept a place
0: in society. She wants to figure out what is right for her. Okay. Um, so under long-term goal, write Anastasia I'm kidding Uh, (laughs) I had the song play in my head somewhere down this road actually that's applicable to a lot of you Uh, but go ahead and write down acceptance for long term goal
6: Okay.
0: and we will figure out how to break that down in the future but that seems a really good place to start And if anybody comes up with any ideas after we're done, I'm always reachable by Discord. Um, Now, what comes next is uh, we ask about short-term goals. Jamie? Uh-huh. Given any thoughts?
5: (laughs) Tell me what you want, what you really, really want.
0: Um, In the short term, something that works towards your long-term <laughs> goal might be um, prove to your parents that you're on to something. That
6: works. That would definitely work. Right now, yeah. I mean, because right now they are more of a burden. And so, you know, mm-hmm. proving myself
0: to them, that would definitely work now uh it's not even proving itself proving it to yourself your parents that's that's more of a long-term goal. um Mm -hmm. the short-term answer would be proving that you're on the right path to it it would be like getting your first job no not even that that would be um getting your first paycheck as a creative when your parents want you to be a scientist you know what i mean okay yeah (laughs) Not like there is any personal uh, thing in there.
5: No, not at all.
0: <laughs> um, certainly not. Uh, Certain times one has rubbed one's parent. Anyway, not the point. Uh, <laughs> so that seems like you're pretty squared away on that, Jamie. So, Winter, where are you at?
2: I, I decided to change my long-term goal. Okay. Um, and i I think that I'm gonna lean heavily into the the feeling that she has or I have to account for my past mistakes. and I think my long term goal is finding forgiveness, whether it's you know self forgiveness or you know earning my family's forgiveness uh you know reaching the end of my penance kind of thing okay and through that or or to that end i'm going to try to um increase my reputation uh and influence uh, I don't know how measurable that is, but in the in the town, to because if I can if I can become renowned and achieve uh, or have these achievements, like the 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 children that I bring into the world are, uh, are go go on to great things, then. Uh, you know, I will have earned that forgiveness.
0: Sounds good. Sounds like a good start. So with that, we've got our characters ready. They're good to go. Uh, They're all just about ready to start play, except for one thing, they're all naked. Um, now, that's not even What's a problem, problem eh? with that. You're right. In Cahokia, there isn't even a societal taboo against nudity. Um,
5: Twitch TOS,
0: though. <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up, but <laughs> there's not going to be. Within Cahokia, it is perfectly fine if you choose to walk around in the buff. It's noted, but it's not even commented on. Um, some people might think it's class. It's not as classy. Some people have their own versions, but in general, there's not a societal taboo against nudity. It just never developed. Um, but we still need some gear. Now, none of you took finance as either gift or burden, unless I missed something. Correct.
5: Thought about it, but then we kept going.
0: And so I was like, okay. (laughs) Well again, there's always the possibility that uh you want to change things around. But I don't have enough points.
5: I'm not I'm not reversing that math. No, I'm not doing that. Yep.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, there was a raccoon stealing my dog food, so well, you know. <laughs>
5: Fair.
0: Hey, it's raccoon is showing the one who approval. Wanted a raccoon. Exactly. Now yeah. That means each of you has wealth rank four. So wealth is a little more free form in this game. Um again, it's a different, it's a complete different socioeconomic system. Uh if you wanted to fit it into a box, it's uh I'm not doing that right now. So it's it's just a different system. There are elements of capitalism, there's elements of other systems. Nobody is going to go hungry on the streets of Cahokia. Nobody is going to freeze to death on the streets of Cahokia. But other than that, you still do need money to live. Most people aren't just going to give their things away for free. They might barter. They might uh, trade for services. But they're not just going to hand it over for free. The dollar is the Nizi. N-I-Z-I. Something that uh, Zizi wants, Nizi. Um. so with that each of you has the standard wealth rank of four <laughs> um if you choose we'll talk about how wealth works and buying things worse another time it's enough to know that you've all got wealth rank four and that means that you can kind of pick anything um in the inventory list that is cost rank 3, you can do that pretty comfortably. Um, you don't have to make a skill check to get something at cost rank 3 if you've got a wealth rank 4. If it's wealth rank 4, you need a wealth check to get it. And if you fail that check, it goes down by 1. But... Because this is the start, and I don't want to spend a lot of time rolling, um, I will just say, as you go through, because I don't think we're going to do all this on screen, um, each of you can just have, free and clear, one item of Wealth Rank 4. Um, and then, if you want something higher than that, talk to me, we'll talk about it world. And you can just have anything that's under your wealth rank as per the normal rules. Uh, but do remember, you can only carry around so much. Don't go overboard. I trust all of you not to like go crazy with it. Um, Chenlo, so no wealth rank five item, huh? <laughs> if you want a wealth rank five, talk to me and we'll set up a check. Or we could run the okay. check right now, actually.
6: Yeah, because I want a hacking rig. Okay. <laughs> which you is got your dice with, handy? Which is wealth rank five? Yep. It's on my phone.
3: <laughs> Go ahead and pull it out.
5: Um. Is it assumed that we can basically carry anything?
0: Within reason, okay. weapons are n- weapons are not. It's kind of like the modern day America in that if you see somebody with a weapon on their hip, your first thought is probably not going to be, oh, God, they're trying to kill people. But it is going to like merit a a second glance, maybe. Hmm, Uh, Unless you're from Texas, in which case, oh, yeah, of course he does. Uh, Or Kansas or a list of others. I have my dice
6: here
3: now. Cool. So. I just don't know what I'm rolling. (laughs) um
0: make your check and your success number is an eight let me know how many eights or above you get on the check and how many ones and how many what check am i running you're running a wealth check so that's roll four because everybody's standard wealth is four okay
3: So I'm rolling four dice then? Yes. Well, that sucked. (laughs) Um, I
0: had an eight and an 11, but then I also had a one. So you've got one success. Um, What that means is that you can definitely get that hacking rig. Uh, because that will take your wealth rank up to a step five for the moment. You don't have to go into debt to buy it. You're not going to lose anything from buying it. Um, but the next success number is going to be at a much higher difficulty, you know? Right. Okay. If you were trying to buy something else, but you can have that hacking rig.
1: Um. Cool. Question. Shoot. Can I have a chameleon suit? That's
0: twelve. Rank five. Um. Go ahead and uh, pull out them dice. Cool. So I got a twelve, but
1: I also got a one, and then the other two are less than eight. So. You got a what? I got a twelve. I got a one, a six, and a five.
0: So. I will let you have it if you take. Burden. Debt. One. Fine. I will take it. That means you have a debt to someone. Someone loaned you the Neasy for this. That makes sense. I hate this. For the record. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I similarly am wanted to, uh, looking at a herbalist kit, which is five.
0: Grab your dice. <laughs>
2: Out of right here. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I've got an 11 and a 12.
0: 11 no and ones. a 12. No ones. With that, reroll your 12.
2: Mm-hmm. One. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So um, you can go ahead and buy that. Um, what that particular success means is that you bought it um you had a large windfall recently and you had just enough to get that without like straining finances or having to rebudget
2: okay awesome thank you
0: how about you Bo
5: um I mean, everybody's buying fun things. I want to buy fun things, except anything that's technological, I can't get because it's just going to break. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so far, I have a lot of non-tech related things. Um, does enhanced, is en- is enhanced clothing
0: uh,
5: considered tech?
0: It or is, is considered tech, but... It's less likely to break. Okay. Okay. Because, honestly, I'm probably just going to forget that that can break at some point. That's fair. Um,
5: okay. Um, uh, let's go for... Let's buy some mind and expand some drugs, huh? That sounds fun. <laughs> okay.
0: Um Alright. We'll,
5: uh, let's go class two, rank four.
0: <laughs> Roll them dice. Uh, give four me successes. quick second.
5: Quick second. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, how many dice am I rolling? I missed that part because I was reading.
0: You're rolling four, four. You need at least four successes on a uh, SN8. Otherwise, you're going to have to take debt. So, I have
5: an 8, a 12, a 1, a 7.
0: An 8, a 12, a 1, a 7. So, you've got one success. That one cancels out that 12. Um, What that means is that you don't really have enough to buy it without going into debt. Okay. So, that would be burden debt 1. And that's not necessarily monetary maybe some nice person bought it for you and you just owe them a favor.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Fuck it for the story. <laughs> Let's do it. Burn debt one. Awesome. I just Don't got finished going... <laughs> I just got finished going, I hate this, that there's a debt. And, uh, you know what? Where are you going for it? This better come in handy at some point. <laughs> Me who... Notoriously forget about (coughs) their consumables.
0: Now go ahead and um look through anything else that's at cost rank three or below. You can just afford outright. It's not that complicated. Um something I want to hit as far as weapons are concerned, and actually society in general. Um, when it comes to items, the world of Cahokia. Figured out technology that's called GATs. What GATs are are um, GATs are essentially 3D printers that convert biological material to anything else. Uh, You put in some corn husks. They can break that down and print out common household items. You need a new cup. You don't have to go buy it. You can literally print it out. You break a plate. You can just go print a new plate um so most things are pretty easy to come by these days but specialized technology not available food can't be printed um uh valuables can't be printed you can't print like diamonds you can print things that are diamond hard but not actual diamonds but not sure why you'd want to print diamonds because diamonds have no inherent value here not really um not beyond what any other bead might, at least. Uh, now, one thing that you'll notice if you're looking at the weapons is what are called anicho weapons, and anicho weapons are very special. They are um, weapons that have an edge one molecule wide. They are incredibly dangerous. They are incredibly deadly. They have to be carried in special holsters that are impossible to conceal because they're just so sharp. Um, your pocket knives will have a uh, a sheath this large because it's just it takes that big to keep it safely. So. That's something to be aware of that exists in this world. Again, no gunpowder, no combustion. So your ranged weapons typically go off of magnetic slings, magnetic bows. Uh, however, most of you, most of these weapons are on cost rank four. Not all of them, but a lot. Um, But yeah. Nietzsche blades are not going to be uh are not going to be kind of available to most of you for the most part. Now, since we are about oh 13 minutes from the end of our session zero, and we've come more or less to the end of uh, the character creation process. Are there any more questions you have about the world, the character creation process, anything else that you're worried about, anything um, that you're curious about?
1: Not really. I'm excited to play ZZ, though.
0: I'm glad.
6: (laughs) Definitely excited and looking forward to playing.
0: I'm excited to see what this group does, especially with the story that I've got going. which is actually something I can do. Uh, just the lead-in to it. Um, We're not going to actually play. We're not going to pick up dice. I'm just going to give you the introduction. And you're going to tell me how you get involved. Um, so Cahokia values its comedians as healers. The very best no longer perform in comedy clubs they no longer perform in um venues for the most part they only perform in hospitals because laughter is a form of medicine now there is a prominent comedian named isha isha has been a very very famous comedian for the last 10 years um Everyone in Cahokia pretty much knows his name. He is equivalent to the George Carlin of his time. He is very good. Everyone knows him. He has given money to various causes. He is funding the hostel in which Zizi is staying, among many, many others. Um, but... He's also been accused of a murder. Now, the details haven't really trickled out to the general public. In fact, the only thing that has is that the constables have a body and that at least one lieutenant is suggesting that Ischa is the one who did it. The evidence isn't out to the public. The Sugiata haven't gotten involved It's only been 24 hours since the body was discovered. Each of you, for your own reasons, will either be summoned to or volunteer to help Isha. Maybe he was one of your parents' favorites, and it's a way to get them off your back for a little while. Maybe you remember seeing him in early shows. Maybe you're staying in a place that he's helping. Maybe you're just really fond of the fact that he is one of the few people who has not told you your ideas are insane. I leave that up to each of you to decide why. But the game will open with you attending a show he is putting on for the benefit of charity. He is strange in that he does Go back to those comedy venues that gave him his start. He especially likes the ones in the Nabonimo district uh, because that was where he came up. Um, And he himself does not seem greatly worried about this, but his fans are terrified. And because of that, he is happy to do what he can to let them know that he has people on it. You're going to be those people, just in case that wasn't obvious. Um, So keep that in mind. Um, I'm just going to go quickly around and ask if any of you have any ideas about why you'd answer this summons, why you'd volunteer. And if not, you've got until uh, two weeks from now, I believe, to think about it. So let's go with uh, Winter.
2: Oh, I didn't know you were going to start with me. This, as comedians are healers, this is kind of like helping out a colleague uh, in, a, in, a, in a fashion. And I believe that I can provide a unique perspective considering my connection to the spirit world.
0: Okay. Um, that's a very good reason. Um, what about you, Casper? Uh,
1: hmm. I don't really know a lot about this dude. Just getting here but he tends to perform in an area where i'm currently couch surfing and he seems like a nice guy um ignore the dog in the background (laughs) never will never will um and yeah so like he seems like a nice guy and i don't think he should be seems like a nice guy so i want to help him out
3: Totally valid.
0: Jamie. Why is yeah, naughty?
6: I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna go with it's my mother's she my mother's a really big fan and they've been bugging me
0: lately. It's like okay, I need to get them off my back for a little bit. Fantastic. And Kichika.
5: Uh, so I think that, um, their show, when my grandmother passed, I was in a real, real tough, tough place and, uh, attending their shows kind of gave me a, a sense of belonging and like connection to the community around me that I felt like I was lacking after that. Uh, and so I feel like I I owe a little, a little bit of a debt to this, this person, or right. if not just thankful.
0: That's always nice. It's important to give back when we can, and it's impressive how much these celebrities, people we might never meet, impact our lives and our emotions. So it's it's a good goal. I. I love all of this. Um, so uh we've got about five minutes left. I'll ask again any more questions, concerns, hatred of current systems of place? <laughs> Excellent. Um, in which case, uh, I think we can go ahead and thank the audience for sticking around with us to the very end. Um I've been Logan. I will be your story guide. I cannot tell you how excited I am to see these characters in action, to watch this group develop. Um, oh, something else. Uh, come up with... Actually, that can happen in-game. Um, if any of you have any suggestions for a team name, that's always fun to talk about. We can <laughs> worry about that in our uh, private chat <coughs> Um, Now, I've been Logan. Like I said, I'm going to be the story guide. I'm a writer, editor, performer from the Absalga tribe. Uh, Currently I'm one of the writers working with Coyote and Crow. We've got a backer kit out for our newest round of stories, including the one that I'm going to be putting these people through written by yours truly. And I, uh, yeah. I can be found at Logan Bose on Instagram or Akichuette on Twitter.
5: Let's send things over to Jamie. (laughs) Okay,
6: Um, I'm Jamie. Uh, You can find me on the Discord and on Twitter under Purple Fire Drake. And I want to say I love this opportunity. I'm really looking forward to the game and I hope y'all all all will join us as we go through this
5: story. Mistress Winter.
2: Yes, I have been Mistress Winter. I am a writer, voice actress and otherwise performer and I am so excited to see what kind of story that we are gonna to put together with these amazing characters. And you can find me at on most social platforms as G Mistress Winter.
3: Casper.
1: Uh yeah, okay. So hi, I'm Casper. Um I am a writer, among other things, and Uh, You can find me at wolfgirl2525 on everything.
0: Uh, Bo, don't uh, think we'll forget about you.
5: My name is Bo, uh, and you can find me all over the internet at Dorky Teacher, except for on Twitch, where it is just Dorky Teacher, uh, where this week we start our spooky games uh, tomorrow night, actually. And then on Thursday, we play some more Elden Ring and Friday uh, playing some games with friends. So uh, if you like video games, if you like spooky stuff, Halloween season is coming. And then I have some other stuff cooking in the works uh, to come in the next coming weeks as well. So follow me if you want to see that stuff.
0: Excellent. And with that, I will bid you adieu. Shinok the Ogalloc, everyone.